you're listening to one of the hottest podcasts that's come out so far. Okay, I'm flexing a little bit, but welcome again to another episode of Work in Progress. This is a show that pretty much speaks for itself. It is exactly what it says it is, a work in progress. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's going on, ladies and gents? It is your boy, Mark, coming in live and in full effect. And today, it's another episode of Work in Progress. The show that pretty much speaks for itself. Its name wrote itself. With me today, I have my two special guests. You heard them one time before, whenever we were talking about our favorite female artists. Please welcome back DJ Van Wilder and BG. Fellas, welcome back to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be back. Feels good to be back. What up, dude? You already know. <laughs> so today's episode is dealing with a little bit different than what we just talked about last time. Last time we talked about our favorites, and it was just about our favorites. Today we're talking about who would be classified as the best female artist. Now a lot of people might have like that subjective thing because that's their favorite so they automatically call them the best but we're looking at performance uh, performances that they can do we're also looking at singing ability not to mention their marketability and of course their popularity and then we're going to just come together to at the end for the overall who would be solidified as the best so let's start off with the singing abilities because I think it's a pretty much clear consensus across the board as far as singing abilities that Kiki Wyatt, as far as pure, raw singing talent, has that hand over fist, honestly. I totally agree with that. Uh, I don't see any woman alive that's touching her singing ability. I'm saying if she graces the microphone, you might as well just not even perform afterwards. I would rather have her as a closer, singing-wise, than the opening act. Because that is a tough act to follow. She does runs that you can only dream about doing. It's untouchable. It's untouchable. Uh, BG, do you have a different opinion? Is he still here? We got technical difficulties going on here. You can't hear me. Yeah, oh, we can hear you now. What? Man, I don't. I couldn't tell you what was going on. I really couldn't. Like, <laughs> I don't. It's, it's an app, man. It ain't, I don't know. However, I heard what y'all said. You know, even though mm-hmm. I couldn't say what I said, but I don't disagree. However, we are talking about the best female artists, you know, and us, you know, we you we talk about certain categories. For me to say Kiki White, I'm I'm thinking about like to me when I think about the best female R and B singer and we talking about these categories, I need to know like what are we as the base, you know? For instance, like are we talking the past year or two, the past five years, or just in general, regardless of if they put out work or not, you know? I think we need some type of foundation for us to be able to make these judgments off of, you know? 
if they haven't put out work, if we going off like a year or two, if they haven't put out work, then it's kind of hard to like put them on that pedestal. Even though she is incredible, like I would not take anything from Kiki White. Nobody can sing like she can. However, let's have some type of base, like a year or two, so we can talk about the work that these women have done that deserve the right to be called best female or R&B singer. So basically off of just like a year or two would leave. Wait, what were you saying? I mean, well, I understand that too, but I, I thought he was just talking about, you know, in the different categories, who would you pick? But if we're talking about who is the best, give or take a year or two, I would have to say Beyonce. Yes. Which is fair. Which is fair. Because if it's going based off of like a year or two, then yes. Um, if we go back even to five years, but then that would become a little bit more debatable if we go back to about five years. Um, because while Beyonce is very talented and can't take anything from her for that, like who was that that came out? Who was that that was out five years ago that was just blowing people out the water with with her singing capabilities? Uh, not even just singing capabilities, but as far as marketability, you would have to say Rihanna's in that talk because she was very marketable. And she still is. And performance-wise. And performance yeah, and she still is. Um, it Definitely. They, like, both of them are definitely sitting, like, towards that top pedestal as far as, like, singing, marketability, and performances. Um, you know, we've seen the lights go out whenever Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl. So, there's that. Um, Rihanna also has put on really good performances. So then, but if we're only going based off of these two, just Rihanna and Beyonce, at that point, then it only gets focused down to more so their popularity. That is true. However, that's why I I prefer if we if we don't have this conversation, let's base it off a year or two. And if that's the case, what has Rihanna and Beyonce put out really in the last year or two? Not much. Rihanna, but Beyonce did do Coachella with the last year, and she had that documentary come out too. So that pretty much did it. All right, cool. Let's take Beyonce off the off <laughs> of this list because <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> it is not fair to the other female R&B singers. Who deserves that we talked about, you know, like discussed. There's a lot of them out there. And there's a lot of new ones that have like came out of nowhere and put in mad work over the last couple of years. Who deserves to be talked about? Okay, so then how about this? How about we talk about the best um current female artists? We go. Like yeah. as far as, you know, like more recent, more up to date. More active. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I had to go with Ari Lennox with that one. Let's go. I'm going with it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I saw. I saw this coming. This is, it seems like it's about to turn into you know instead of talking about who would be the best like as far as like in those categories, it's about to turn into the Ari Lennox show, the Ari Lennox episode, I should say. Let's right, <laughs> just be honest about this. Who is actually touching this woman right now? 
Her music is soulful. Don't nobody sing soulful like that. That is just a thing of beauty that's coming out of the airwaves right now. Her production alone is like blowing stuff out of the world. Who uses? She got a lot of very old jazzy uh, R&B instrumentals. Like she actually got instruments. There's literally instruments in almost all of her sessions. Like she, that, you know, she brings that old school feel into her recent, her more recent album, and even to on the stage, her performance. The only other person who's doing anything similar to that would be her. Yeah. Yes. So. And she but, too, you know, her, her, and she too is making noise too. Now she's she's doing great. Yeah, even though she has a slight decline, you know. Due to her, uh, what it was, losing her voice and whatnot. Which, you know, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, you, she couldn't, you can't control that. You can only control, she can only control what she can. Yeah. But she is still hot and relevant. However, it is one chick. It is one singer that has been, like, in my ear for, you know, the better, the better part of this year. And that's Jesse Reyes. I don't think she gets enough credit. Y'all know who Jesse Reyes is? I do. In fact, I do. She had, well, she had one record with Black. Am I correct? Yep. Uh, imported. But she got a a lot of good songs. I did not know who this is. All right. Adding somebody new to my Apple playlist now. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, go listen to Go listen to her. Her biggest song right now is uh, the song Figures. I think uh, I might have heard that. I'm pretty sure you have. It's very it's very popular right now. It, is, it, is, it speaks. That's all I can say. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm definitely going to be giving her a listen then. So then, okay. Um, of course, we know that Ari Lennox's popularity has definitely raised up after, you know, what, last year and this year? Yes, even even after certain, you know, escapades via social media, she still managed to have people overlook that and really focus on the music. So that's a good thing. Was it? How bad was it? Was it like... Trump bad where she just said whatever she wanted to say and then got away with it? Or no, was it, it like Doja so, Cat bad? It was more so she had a couple meltdowns and a lot of it had to do with, you know, uh, feminism. I think one was dealing with colorism. Don't quote me on this, but I just know she had a couple breakdowns on social media. You know, it looked bad, but she was able to people were able to overlook it and just like really just like, alright, cool. We're just going to focus on the music. So that's a good thing. Okay, so it wasn't Doja Cat bad. All right. No, no, no. It wasn't long <laughs> bad. God no. Yeah, nah that that was that was bad, bad. Because I remember, you know, when Doja Cat was out there, and she was, you know, everybody was like, "Oh snap, she's she's dope." And then all it took was one one night. You know how to post for Doja Cat too. I did. I did too. I did too. Okay, so um, I'm actually surprised that you guys didn't put um, Chloe and Haley on that list too. 
Uh, I just liked that one record at the time. And New I girls were saying I like that record. However, they, they still, they're fairly new. They're fairly new. And they're not catching on to the adults, per se, because you look at them as kids. It's like, damn, they're kids. See, the thing is, though, I knew these girls can sing when they was on TV on that TV show. Well, they did. They did the uh, um, the the old song for Gronish. Yeah, and I, I knew them. I knew them girls. Was, them girls are gonna be stars. Like and like you said, like people don't look at them in that in that realm yet. They not in that realm of like adult. Even though you know they may appear to be, you know, when I think of them, when I look at them. I think of like two Disney, you know, <laughs> two Disney singers. However, I know that they can really, really sing. And they probably got one of these uh, R&B artists that's already out and very current and present beat. They just, they just waiting for that one, that one single or that one album to, for people to actually take them serious. Yeah. And, what it was, I think Beyonce is the one that founded them, right? Correct. Yes. So they're gonna get there. It all comes back to Beyonce. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just tells you. It just tells you like I'm not a big Beyonce fan and I can understand. And the beehives are out there. I'm not However Victoria's fan base besides the barbs. Oh my god. Yes, oh yeah. However, she can sing. She's always been able to sing. She has been the uh the face for women R and B for quite some time, you know, and when you ever when you think about R and B singers, that should be that should she should be the one that comes to mind first when you're talking about Kerner from her time with Destiny Child up even to now, you know. So she has been relevant for a very, very long time. She has dictated the the way, you know, R&B has been looked at for years. I mean, she has the right to, you know. You've been in, you've been in the game this long. You put out a lot of albums. You, you, yeah. You know, accolades, I mean, the accolades are there. So you can't take nothing from her. Yeah, no, absolutely okay. not. Okay. However, if it was up to me, Kelly Rowland would have been Beyonce instead. I think a lot of us say that. Yeah. Oh, fine, chocolate ass. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, about uh, since we already brought her back up, do you feel like Beyonce had replaced Brandy as like the face of R&B whenever Brandy was actually viewed as, you know, one of those top people? Was Brandy ever the face? Wait a minute. I know, Brandy, right? I feel like Let's Brandy, back I, I feel like Brandy was... I feel like Brandy was talk- talented and talked about a lot. Maybe Brandy I, had, I felt like Brandy's claim to fame, besides Moesha, was the boy is mine. Yeah, that's it. She had she, okay. She had some other good songs. I mean, you no, know? don't take it away. She had some other good records, but I'm just saying you really okay. didn't really listen to her. She really wasn't getting the attention outside of Moesha until the boy is mine. Well, okay, also. Also, let's look at whenever they redid Cinderella and she played Cinderella and Whitney Houston was the fairy godmother. And Whitney, Whitney Houston, Houston was... <laughs> it was Whitney Houston and it was also the fact that Whoopi Goldberg and then you had the white guy and like, how in the world did these two make an Asian boy? 
and that was the real thing. <laughs> but like I, that's why I was saying like I really feel like that um because of like whenever her exposure to like Whitney Houston, somebody who was also very influential in the industry, that that kind of you know raised her stock a little bit at her at that point in time. Yeah. No disrespect to Britney. I know she's from Mississippi, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I felt like that was a disrespect. Well, we gonna leave it. <laughs> oh, no, I. You know, I I can't say much about Brandy because she hasn't really put out enough work for you to even be considered a. Like like Van said, she had that one big song. It was very massive. You know, but after that, how, how much relevant was she? In, was she in you know the music space? Not she was like not there, like not at all. So, you know, I don't even look at her in that in that fast. I don't look at her as a top female R and B artist. Like a lot of her, she has a lot of good songs. Okay. Okay. It's been Beyonce and prior to Beyonce, uh, Whitney Houston. And a lot of a lot of people were, you know, and I find this to be a little bit debatable too. But they were saying like, Ali, if Aaliyah was still alive, that Beyonce wouldn't be a factor. Like she right. wouldn't be. Come on, I, mm, I'm not a big Aaliyah fan, not at all. Not saying that she cannot sing. That girl can sing. However, I have never really been a fan. She hasn't. She don't have too many songs that showcase her true ability to sing. She have a lot of pop songs, even though it's R and B. It's R. It's R and B in nature, but it's very just pop radio tone. It's not a lot. Of, she doesn't have that repertoire. She didn't live long enough to actually put out a catalog or work, and I'm pretty sure she would have over time, but. I have never been a fan. Not really. And I know the Aaliyah fans don't kill me. But guess what? None of them has my Facebook or my Twitter <laughs> Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> they only know me as B. And that's how we go. <laughs> well, I mean, I, now, now, I'm, now, I I do. I am an Aaliyah fan. Like, I love listening to her music. I mean, um, But I, mean, I... Go ahead. I know people are going to be mad at me for this, but... Let's just be honest about the situation. She got the go. I know what he's about to say. <laughs> I know. I know, I know it sounds bad. <laughs> I know about to say. I'm just saying, like Aaliyah's great. She had great records and all that good jazz. But it's just like most artists, when they pass away, they tend to get a rise in popularity when they pass versus when they're alive. That is true. That is mm. true. That, that's I'm not taking away from the talent. She is good. She has great records. She even had an acting career. But can we call that acting? Yes, we can no, call we it can't. acting because if Beyonce, because Beyonce acting is terrible, it wasn't worse than that. <laughs> wow, something. But it, it's still bad though. Just because nah, Beyonce bro. is like terrible acting, and, you know, Leah was just a little bit above it. It's still bad. <laughs> nah, bro. Queen of the Queen of the Damned was not a good movie. I But she didn't she didn't live to finish the movie though. That was all CGI. 
doesn't make it better. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you, when, when you die, you tend to get a rise in popularity than when you're alive. That is true. I do agree with that. Kiss said it best. He's like, dead rappers get better promotion. Mm. Yeah. So, maybe. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Maybe a potentially um, controversial question, but do you feel as if Left Eye had gotten more um, popularity after she had passed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because she, she was just a member of TLC. She was just the woman who burnt down old buddy's house. Yeah, because, like, come on, let's be real. She didn't stand out from T-Bars and Chili. Yeah, but that's sick. only because of what? That's only she only stood out for one reason. Well, she was she rapping, and then she burnt down old buddy's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was the rapping female uh, on that platform with them. You know, that's that's the main reason why she stood out. However, let's say if she was a singer, I don't think she would have stood out as much. You know, because collectively they are good as a group. Individually, I don't see it. I don't see it. And there's a reason why they never really had a career after, you know, their little... Yeah. yeah, because you know, separately, it's not there for them. They are a good group together. So, the only reason why I thought she was the only one rapping in that group. It was really T-Boss and it was really T-Boss and Left Eye. You know, the other girl, she just, you know... Don't disrespect Chili. I'm not, but you know, come on, let's be real now. <laughs> real now. Let's be real now. Who, if you had to rank them three, how would the ranking go? T Boss was, was the face. Yeah, T Boss the face. Who's next? Most definitely the face of the group. Who's next? So, and who's so, after? Chill. Okay. So, so I mean, from, it's, in, it's in the group name, man. That, <laughs> My point. You knew they put her on the end because you basically you just gotta hold the rest of us down, you know. Like she, she the glue, you know. She the she the adhesive for she for left eye. Yeah, she she the glue for left eye and T Bosh, you know, that's it. That's all she is. To keep it together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. Your anchor people gonna hate me. <laughs> yeah, I'm already about to get crucified for the Aaliyah thing. <laughs> I don't too what you mean. But in the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is my own thing. I'm not a Malia fan. I I like a certain her a more uh, most of her songs that are like full of like substance that ain't really R and B. Like it's not really radio tune songs, you know. Something that got some substance. In it. The only reason why I like artists like Ari Lennox, you know, or even Whitney Houston, shit. Stephen Wonder is like my number one uh, artist. Period. You feel me? Because he got substance. I like substance. You got to have something in it. You can't just be. You just can't sing on an instrumental that ha- that 
instrumental don't really have much of nothing in it. It's just eight bars of repetitiveness. That's boring. If you're going to be an R&B singer, have something. Have some substance. You got to have some meat while you're singing. And Aaliyah didn't have that in a lot of her songs. Because a lot of the songs was pop, like pop in nature. I feel like her the ones that had the most substance were four page letter, one in a million, and R and B like songs. Her really R and B like songs. And there was one other one I just can't think of it. But yeah. Hmm. So is there anybody yeah. else that you go ahead? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just about to ask if there's anybody else that you guys feel as if don't get didn't get enough credit or don't get enough credit now. And Jennifer okay, now. So, I, I pulled up this uh, article from. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So this, uh, I pulled up this article from extrawave.com of the top ten best female artists, and this is based off today of two well, 2019. You know, they're not going to have a list yet out for 2020 because the year isn't over with. So for 2019, I'm going to go from 1 to 10. The first one is LMA. Okay. Second, Tiana Taylor. I love Tiana. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, Three, her. Mm -hmm. Four, Sizzle. Five, uh... I don't even know how to say the girl's name. I always mess it up. Georgia Smith. Okay. Okay. You gonna keep going? He must. Have, he went out. Uh, I would say Angelica Villa just. Oh man, I hate this app. What number did I stop on? Uh, I think five. Okay, we just gonna keep it at five. Cause I don't feel like saying all these chicks' names. <laughs> and I said all ten too. <laughs> so who's number five? Number five. Is, uh, uh, Georgia Smith. Georgia. Okay. Yeah, Georgia Smith. And number six is Jesse Reyes. Which everybody should go take a look at. She's been out for, since 2016. Okay. Okay. So, um, out of curiosity, was Ari Lennox on that list? Yes, Ari Lennox is. She's a little further down. She better be on this list. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm mad if she's not on this list. Oh, she's not on this list. Oh, they crazy. <laughs> oh, that ain't crazy! Don't I, don't even worry about it. It's the worst list on the planet because well, the number ten person is Sabrina. I don't even know who that is. Sabrina, it's a Cuban. Sabrina Claudio. Yeah, Claudio. She's good too. I like her. Well, come on. Also, Ari- also, when did Ari Lennox's um album come out in 2019? Wasn't it like towards the end of 2019? Like December? Nah, no. I had that album before I even went on deployment. I think her album came out like prior to the summer. Huh. 
Ja. Hmm. Ja, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, they did yeah. come out for your deployment. Yeah. Huh, that's very interesting. Because her, her first single was B, uh, BMO. Yeah, BMO. Okay. I, mean, like, I wanted to break that record in at the, uh, at the clubs, but this ain't an R&B town, so that didn't go too well. <laughs> um, they don't know music. Out of curiosity, when did SZA's album drop? Wasn't when did the album Control drop? Did she come out with another one after that? Oh, yeah, Control came out like, ooh, before like, Black Panther okay, came out. Yeah, it was way before then. So that was like maybe three years ago, four years ago. Okay, so, yeah. so like what did so what did SZA put out in 2019 to make her on this list as number what? Three, four. Yeah, she got she number three, man. Did she do it? She did a feature. Yeah, I'm pretty with, sure she got a lot of. She's number four. She did a feature with uh with Kendrick Lamar on the Black Panther album. Yeah, that was in 2018. So I repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, man. It's just trash. Don't even worry about it. Ari Lennox is not even here. <clears throat> they drunk. They drunk. Now that's not taking anything away from SZA. That's not taking away anything away from anybody who's on this list. It's just the fact that you know, I I remember nothing about certain albums that came out in 2019 from some of these artists. I know her did do something. I just can't remember what it was. I I can't remember if it was an album or if she um made an appearance. Yeah, might have been both. She always make an appearance. Yeah, it might have been both. So, like, the fact that Ari Lennox, who was um, active. active, yeah, and is not on this list, it's pretty, pretty confusing. Yeah, the moment I read the rest of the list, I realized she wasn't there. I just was trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> but um, you were name dropping somebody. Uh, Angelica Villa. Hmm. That name sounds familiar. She had a song called um, In the Morning, and then she just released a single uh, this year with Jaquez, I Know How You Feel About Him. So I'm just going to leave it at that, but it is a good single. I'm not going to listen to it there. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we put him on a, can we put him on the list of like best female artists? Is he like, what, 4'11"? Doesn't he count? That's like a female. Don't do anything from me. <laughs> no, nah, but it, it is it is some female artists that came out like last year that I just got put on game. Somebody put me on game. I gotta do my research again because I gotta find these names again. But it's a lot of female artists now because R and B is slowly that that neo style R and B is slowly making its way back. You know, at one point it was just you know you only knew certain artists, and those artists were your big commercial artists. But now we are getting <clears throat> that rise of these, you know, I don't want to call them underground artists, but you know the artists that didn't get as much uh, respect before because you know they don't make too many radio tunes; they make music that they want to make, you know, and that's soulful for them. 
and we get a lot more of those artists nowadays. So they popping up everywhere. <laughs> they well, are popping. Mainstream is not all that grand. It's no, not. I hate man. Mainstream is like terrible. Some of the best artists are underground, and that goes for not just hip hop. That also goes for R and B too, and you know other facets of the industry. We ain't gonna talk about uh, mainstream rap. That is just awful. Yeah, to no. that? I don't even turn on my radio. I don't either. I somebody know. said, somebody told me to go listen to Pop Smoke album. I said, Pop who? I don't know that kid. I'm <laughs> 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 like, what? Then I went to go listen to it because I seen 50 Cent naming. I was like, okay, so 50 Cent endorsed. I hit play. I hit stop and I turned that shit off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like man, nobody is not listening to this. But it did have Ronnie Rich, and I kind of like Ronnie Rich. I don't like you... <laughs> okay, that track was trash. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, fan base is gonna hate me. And guess what? <laughs> I do not care because it's my opinion. You feel me? Until Once to me. It still falls under the same thing with XXX Extension. I don't know how you say his name. It's Tatashio or whatever it is. I don't care. But uh, even though you're, even though it's, it's kind of like they're saying, well, even though you passed, you're supposed to actually like it. No, I don't like it. It's not appealing. It's not good. Okay. I just choose not to listen to it because it's not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Like just because you. Yeah, I pay my respects. You feel me? You pass. Cool. Condolence to your family. That does not mean I need to support whatever you saying on your album. I don't support it. It's not good music. I'm going to leave it at that. It's not fair to the other artists who is actually putting out good music daily. You feel me? And they're not getting that shine. They're not getting that attention or that love because the industry want to promote their agenda. And their agenda is this trash that we keep listening to. So when one of them pass, they promote it even harder. It's not fair. Okay, well, this kind of took a, a shift, but since we're on this topic, then um, what was your opinion on Juice World? Like, did you feel like he was doing, he was um, making at least decent or good music, or do you feel Who as if he is was? That? I, I, I'll take it from here. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I know this is going to give me a lot of, but yo, his first record I heard was Lucid Dreams. <laughs> oh one, yeah. I like that song. You did? I can't stand yeah. depressing rap. <laughs> I, can't, I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's not good. If you, that is like emo rap. If you, that, I mean, it's cool. You know, you hate emo rock. I guess that's a genre. I don't personally like it, but that's fine. You can have that. That's good. We needed something like that. But I don't think, you know, was he good? I like his features better than his actual records. Fair enough. I just like I like his features. He did a feature with Travis Scott. Was No Bystanders. I like that record. That was a good one. And he had a couple other. Uh, I think he, he had a couple other uh, features. I he had a feature his, with Eminem. I like his features. He's like the Ty Dolla Signs of emo. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing at features, but in his own personal albums, just like. Mm. But I like Ty Dolla Signs single uh, solo records. But I'm just saying, people tend to like. 
I tend to think that he goes harder on features than he does in his solo records. And that's how I see Juice World. I think his features are harder than his solo records. Which is a fair it's a fair assessment for that. But it goes back to our overall statement. This kid passed, right? Yes. Cause those to the family. I'm not supporting the album. Like, I'm just because you passed does not mean come on. That's like that's like some God you know, I would never wish this on my family member, but that's like saying one of my relatives passing, you feel me? And I go take I go print their face on a shirt, you know, and start selling it. It's no, why would I do that? Why would you purchase that shirt? Now, if they he give it out for free, then I give it a listen. But it's not, free. but it is free. I got Spotify. Right here. However, <laughs> not going to support. I am not going to support. It. Oh it's not good music to me. I don't think it's good music, and that's just my opinion. I'd rather go listen to the most depressing shit, which is Rod Wave, and I go listen to. I don't listen to that. Bro, I listen to him, bro. He's so depressing. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I don't know why. See, that's the thing. When it comes to mainstream rap, and I live, and I, I can pretty much say that we all have, we lived through, what, three, four different eras? I know we, we was there for the golden era, the crunk mm-hmm. era, the internet mm-hmm. era, and now mm-hmm. I, don't know what, I don't know what this is. Oh, the mixtape era? We lived through the mixtape era, which is, I like that. And we've seen the music industry evolve, and now it took a turn for the worse because after the mixtape era, the industry was able to be more hands-on into the music, and they're more hands-on now. So now they're controlling it because beforehand, the mixtape era was like the end of some great rap. If you ask me, because that's when they seized DJ Drama and they about to send him to jail because it was basically plagiarized because they couldn't put their hands on it. It was basically stealing records and stuff. And so now they're pushing this agenda and we act like we don't know how to stop it. All right. So I got to disagree with you on that about how the industry got more control. I think they had I think they have less control now. Because, you know, if they had more control, you would see less of these artists out. You feel me? It'll be a couple of your main trash ones, and they'll promote them extremely hard. However, you got a lot of these trash ones, and they out everywhere. (laughs) So (laughs) what the industry clearly does is they sit here and try to promote all of it. Promote all of the, the bullshit. Promote all of the bullshit. But they, you know, that way, it, that way, it drowns out any of the good stuff that's coming out because a lot of people don't know all these other good artists who are out. You know, they have these platforms to be out, but they don't get the recognition because it's too much of the the industry is now so diluted with the trash shit that's out, and it's hard to break through that barrier. Yeah, people like Tori Kelly, Ari Lennox, as you had mentioned. Um, they're not getting as many plays and looks as they should because they are high quality artists and instead is surrounded by a bunch of people who spewing a bunch of bullshit. 
Yeah. And I that's why I I don't listen to the radio. Careful stuff on the YouTube on YouTube or like Facebook or anything. I go and do my research on the people I like. And then I go look for similar artists in that that area or just somebody completely out of the norm and give it a chance. I try to give it a chance, you feel me? And one chance that I realize if it's trash, I don't listen to it anymore. <laughs> so one thing I've noticed though from going on YouTube, like some of the people who are just like joking around, they'll make like a joke song. Those are the people that are usually like, the most talented. Yeah. From like, what I uh, can see. Like uh Crank Lucas, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yes, that man is hilarious, but he is an actor. He can actually rap and produce. But guess what? Because he don't have the appeal, you would never hear him go. You would never hear him getting any popularity, any attention from the industry. So he has to put out his own content on YouTube or on Facebook, and it's all him, all independent, not backed by nobody. It's a sad, sad world we live in. Not really, because I still got my Spotify and I can look up my own artists. I was going to say, it's not that sad. I mean, for us, the people who are actually going to go search for the music that we like, <laughs> no. Like, you know, I would I would rather go and look for, you know, hours on end for quality music than just sit here and keep listening to BS. Like, I would go I would go looking for old Gucci Mane songs compared to listening to new Gucci. Oh man, who listen to new Gucci? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I listen to new Gucci. Some of his stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, if he ain't got the bird flu, I ain't trying to listen to him. <laughs> First thing I mean, out of the feds might have been close to might have been close to bird flu Gucci. <laughs> I mean, he ain't got bird flu on. First day out record, I used that. I played that as I uh, quit working for TSA. <laughs> Look, man. Out the feds. Look, that, was, man. that was my last day as a federal officer. I was out the feds. And now you're yeah. right back. And that was also the Gucci man that did not have the bird flu. He wasn't the only. I ain't trying to listen to <laughs> 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 but I mean, if you think about it, all oh, this ties into R and B because Say that again. And all this ties into R and B because the industry so, has their hands in certain records they want to push out as far as R and B is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R and B is a little bit more uh <laughs> it's a little bit more uh finicky than like hip hop itself. Because every day you get a new hip hop artist. Literally every day it's a new. It's probably four or five different new R and B artists. No, uh, hip hop artists. You don't get that same number from R and B. You know. I feel like I feel like with R and B, you don't. I think they over. They looking for a certain topic. Like you just. Yeah. I feel like they're not trying. Like the Chloe and Holly record. We we even flooded with super sexual things that they put out this PG-13 type song and now people are like I don't know about this but it's a great record it is a good record but it's not NC-17 or triple XX I mean triple X so the people are going to dismiss it and think that this is kind of like Disney radio type shit 
But they also got to look at some of the other artists that are out at this point in time. They're not all putting out NC-17 level songs. No, nah, they all, they scaling back. They want to get back to the love making, you know, the, the feel good music versus yeah. the, let's get the cutting and fucking, you feel me? Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to bring it back to like the, to like the, the Stevie Wonders and like the, the Luther Vandross and things of that nature instead of having it all just about, you know, sex. Um, Sex, sex, sex. Yeah, but so I I personally feel as if I do appreciate a lot of these newer artists that are coming out here that are putting out um the songs that they want to put out, not putting out the songs that um the masses want to hear. Because that's how you can tell who's really putting their everything into music nowadays compared to somebody who's just doing whatever they want to do to get a check. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Yes, right. So, with that being said, <laughs> I say plug in one R&B artist right now. Plug in one R&B artist. Yes, one new R&B artist. I already got mine. Well, you can go ahead and drop. Since you, uh, I I, I want to say, well, her name is Snow Snow Allegra. I want to say that's how you say her name. Oh yes, yeah, Snow Allegra's great. Yes, Norlin. She's still not popular like she should be. She's fairly still new. I think her uh she had two albums. One was uh 2017, the Fields album. And then uh she had uh the the I guess the sequel to that in 2019, the uh these <laughs> these Fields again. So she is a really good artist. She did a record with Division, right? Uh, I think so. I know she did a record with. She did a, she did a record with them on their new album, actually. Matter of fact. Hmm. Okay. It was a uh, because it had the Usher sample on there. Ah. Oh, okay. That okay. Was a pretty good record. Now, my new artist, I think people should listen to is Angelica Villa. She's really good. She doesn't get the popularity she deserves, like most of them, but she has great music. Mine is the one that you probably won't listen to, B. <laughs> <laughs> so um, somebody that I've been listening to that I'm going to plug in is Queen Nyjah. Um, I actually listened to a few of her songs. From what I've heard, she's really good, too, and yeah. I enjoy listening to her. I play some of her records at the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> now, if it's only female, then yes, Queen Nines is what I'm sticking with. But if it's male and female, then um, when I back to what I was saying earlier, like the person, who, some of the folks who are usually joking around are usually the ones that are like the most talented. Um, and that brings me to Reggie Cuz because he's talented as hell. Reggie you Cuz know? has records. Yeah, like the dude that used to make skits, Reggie Cuz. That same one. He has a um he has an album he has a, a record out called Innocent. It's actually really good. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. So, but with all of that being said, um, gentlemen, if you want to go ahead and remind them where they can find you guys. Uh, they're gonna crucify me anyway after you leave comments. <laughs> <laughs> so, miles give them what they want. Uh, DJ 
Van Water, you can find me on Twitter. It's called Wrath of the Wild. That's my handle. That's Wrath of the Wild. The D is has a three for the E. And Instagram is DJ underscore Van Wilder. Thank you. BG, do you not want to disclose any information? <laughs> oh, he went out again. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> yeah. But with all of that being said, thank you, fellas, once again for joining me on another episode. And you guys stay tuned for the next one. Till hold then. On, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I ain't feel my Twitter at. Hey, man, it's not playing with me, man. <laughs> And no, it was hey, it's trying to save me. I understand. So you can follow me on my Twitter at uh blue birdman underscore nineteen fourteen. The blue is spelled B L U. Don't put no E that don't put no E on there. Blue Birdman underscore nineteen fourteen. Get it right. All right. Well, with all of that being said, till till the next time, everybody stay safe and be easy. You too. All right, bro. Jump on the jump on the party chat. Yeah, so we can talk shit to sweat bags. <laughs> <laughs>